Hello, strangers, and welcome to the Strange Horizons podcast for July 22nd, 2013. I'm your host and fearless leader, Anaela. This week we bring to you July's poetry. Our first poem is Wolf Daughter by Sarah Norja, read by Sarah Norja. Sarah has a master's degree in English and a predilection for tea. Born in England and currently settled in Helsinki, Finland, she lives for the wind, dance, writing, and moments of wonder. Her poetry has previously appeared in New Leaf magazine and the webzine Snakeskin. Next up, we'll have Castle Kitte, Bathory, written by Jennifer Ruth Jackson and read by yours truly. Jennifer can't draw or act, so she writes poems and short stories. Her work has been published in Starline, Flashes in the Dark, and Kaleidoscope magazine. When she's not writing, you can catch her playing video games or making jewelry. She lives in Wisconsin with her husband and their houseplant, Hubie. Find her on the web at www.everythingentails.blogspot.com. After that, we'll have Marceline Adventure Time by Theodore Canby, read by Julia Rios. Theodore is a native of Wyoming and a graduate of University of Wyoming. He thinks often of changing his last name to some sort of fish. Links to more of Theodore's work, as well as various errata, can be found at theoishere.tumblr.com. And last but not least, we'll have Reflections en route to Orion Nebula by Eric Gorenson, read by Chiro Faenza. Eric lives and writes in Greenlee, Colorado. He once took a road trip to Iowa that was comparatively unexciting. Find out more about him at Eric Gorenson, E-R-I-K-G-O-R-A-N-S-O-N, Dot com. Now, settle in. Let's begin. Wolf Daughter by Sarah Norja If you knew about the wolves, you'd never love me as your own daughter. Here I sit in her place, Marietta's place. I eat the rye porridge you've cooked for me, mother, with the wooden spoon you've carved for me, father as I take up the space of your dead daughter. I watched from the woods, hungry and lonely. Father tilled the potato field, mother spun yarn from the sheep's coats. Daughter tended those sheep in a forest clearing, returning in the evenings to the house where light greeted her at the doorway, and inside was love and safety. I watched the family. I wanted... When you found Marietta, throat torn, your keening chilled my heart. But I knew you'd grow to love me when I came to take her place. After the burial, I came lost to your door, a child in the dark. Mother, father, you took me in, just like I wanted. Kesselkete, Bathory, by Jennifer Ruth Jackson My crumbling walls are etched with voice, hieroglyphs depicting song, wisdom, cruelty, fusing cries and screams not hers. 
Bodily fluids stained my floors as paint. Dark joys sealed, lacquering her soul. Six hundred fell by her hand, she who loved me. My grounds hide now, as they then, aging bones. I became my lady's prison after trial, restraining her desires, ensuring desolation. Praying for revenge and light, she sang and rambled as though they interchanged, twisted dark with salvation water. When the sun casts egress shadows on my face, she remains silhouette-searching, insatiable, gazing at the village below. No women from nearby come as tourists, though some may be curious to glimpse her, just in case rumor is fact. Marceline, Adventure Time, by Theodore Conde. Marceline, you pale, tall girl, though you are not a princess and raised by a king, though I have known you and had two pricks in my neck, although you float above the ground, you still laugh and write the heaviest songs and ride wolves in the forests of the one-quarterless world. Your tongue is entirely too long, and how do you keep from biting your fruit? How thin is the blood in your stomach, and what cave will you find yourself in tomorrow when the sun sets? Do you feel Glob has ripped you off, you there, crying when short, with only a mad blue man with ever-growing beard and shiny golden crown, to give you half the childhood a damaged cookie would need to hold up a store with his chocolate-chip companions? Your father made a hell out of the ruined people, mushroomed souls gasping for breath as talking organs threshed the sidewalks made of sulfur. And you are the inheritor of all that, the forged jewels shaped just so to accommodate your floor-length abysmal hair. How hot does that realm feel? And are you maybe a princess after all? but of the underplace where candies and swamp frogs go to wait in line for a chance at purgatory? I cannot help but laugh when you come to me across the sugar field with the to-the-shoulder Hepburn gloves, a white-dressed feminine parasol, and that yellow-as-the-sun sun hat, and still a knee-scrape burning across your body that always reminds you how you are no longer human but not to worry, since all of those are gone. Are you broken when everything else is? Because your fingers feel so strong as bat teeth when they run through my hair, and your shirt is so very comfortable when I go off to sleep. Reflections en route to Orion Nebula by Eric Goranson. One. The last kiss behind helmet visor, gleam of top-heavy head leaning to bid goodbye before mounting the engine, with wings and lurching back into the heavens, racing the sunset like a cycle burning two tires in asphalt. The 
farewell wave mirrored in rearview vistas swallowed by peripheral horizon. The sensation of stomach and throat from force or fear, unclear whether cold galactic fingers will feel familiar before hers curl around his another time. 2. Stars crowd the foreground, fluttering past like cotton tufts suspended in spring. If they too collect somewhere, swelling in mass across the ground, tickling the feet of passers-by, let it be her and I. Let the radiation of main-sequence stars warm our toes spread wide in wooden sandals shuffling the cold beaches of Titan. 3. Orion is rude whispers on arrival. Home littered with decay, planets barren, stars bloated. His belt sags, muscles spoiled to the touch. He is a husk of his former glory, a dead dragonfly found with no wings and one eye half-eaten. He speaks of combat with insects, but himself scuttles. He's a decrepit warrior orbiting far past success, a victory ages old, a myth. If she can hear Orion's voice rambling, he'll tell her it's nothing to worry over. He's still the bright set of stars indicated from the mountain peak where they huddled till dawn. Where had the time gone? He's still the man he used to be. Don't give up on him. Welcome back. If you heard something you liked here, we always encourage you to go to the website and check out the texts of the poems and see what you might get out of reading them directly. While you're there, go ahead and leave a comment and let us know what you think. Or you can leave a comment on the podcast and tell us what you thought about the readings. And while you're at the website, you can check out the rest of our content. This week we have two articles and a column. Stories Larger Than Themselves, A Conversation by David J. Schwartz and William Alexander, Evaporating Genres by Gary K. Wolfe, and The Future is a Mirror to the Past, Classical Receptions in SF at the University of Liverpool by Liz Bork. One last note before you go. Strange Horizons is an entirely volunteer organization supported by donations from our fans and community. If you would like to support us, check out the donate link on our website. Until next time, stay strange.